Everyone has a story, and this is where we hear from you. Hi, I'm Maddie. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about an important issue, vaping. First off, it's not cool. We have a student panel discussing nicotine and its negative effects. Let's introduce the panel. Elijah. Owen. Christian. Amber. Mrs. Brothers. And I'm Mr. Weaver here, and we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So we're talking about tobacco, nicotine, addiction, Ms. Brothers. Uh, you're going to give us some informative deal with that subject matter, and why are teens more susceptible or vulnerable due to this whole thing with vaping. Okay, so today we're talking about tobacco, nicotine, and specifically vaping. So the reason that tobacco is so dangerous for our bodies is because it contains the chemical nicotine, which is the addictive component within tobacco. So nicotine is addictive because when someone uses a tobacco product, like an e-cigarette, they are having nicotine inhaled through their body into their bloodstream, which then is carried to their brain. Once it enters our brain, it releases a feel-good chemical called dopamine. This is the same chemical that's released in our brain when we eat food that we like, when someone gives us a compliment, when we get a like on a social media post. So what happens is nicotine enters our brain and it releases an abnormal amount of dopamine, which leaves us wanting more because we all want to feel good, right? So that is how addiction happens and that's how you build a tolerance and you need more and more as time goes on. Okay, so here in the junior high, here's my first question. Why do you think vaping is becoming more and more of an issue? It's easily accessible, like you can really just go anywhere and you'll find somebody worse like babes. Yeah, and a lot of people think it's cool and they try to bring their friends into it and their friends can't really say no, so they just go along with it. Adults, people like try and follow from adults and adults vape now and they're like, well if adults can do it, so can we. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Mostly what I believe is that some kids just follow the popular kids and think, oh, they're popular, they know what's best, and in reality, that's really not the case. Sure. Maybe they just don't know, like, information and what they're doing. Okay, yeah, so a lack of knowledge, right? That is true, and, you know, teenagers are more susceptible to addiction because just the way that our brain develops, it's not fully developed until our mid-20s, which means your ability to use critical thinking and make concrete decisions, your attention span, all of those things are still developing. So when you put something in there like vaping and you're surrounded by peer pressure or older people in your life that are doing it, it can be difficult to turn away from it but the hindsight of that is that you are actually more likely to become addicted to something like vaping than adults are just because of where you're at in life. Would you say that junior hires are, are pretty social beings? Kind of. I mean, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, and we kind of, you are always together. I'm not a junior hire. I used to be, believe it or not. But we're always together, so we're pretty social beings. And when we gather in groups, and from what I'm hearing, you're saying that you're pretty impressionable or easily influenced especially if you're around your peers would you agree with that yeah Yeah. okay and I think that's a lot of what middle school is for you're finding your place you're finding what group you fit in it where are your hobbies what do you like to do kind of determining what is a friend and what do you not want in a friend and you know it's so you you tack in something like this and it makes it really complicated to navigate okay so it kind of leads us into the next question I mean if we're easily 
influenced or impressionable have you ever had an opportunity to vape or if so how old were you uh yeah uh i got introduced in like fifth grade early fifth grade and i I grew up with like people smoking around me and stuff so so as early as fifth grade earlier than that but that's when like i was i got close to it Okay. okay When maybe you had the first opportunity to try it if you wanted to. I was really young when I was first introduced because my family. I was like around in the fifth grade, a certain family member was doing it around me. And then that family member asked, hey, would you like to try this? And then... So do we feel like when, you know, we talk about peer pressure, do we feel like it's more difficult to say no to friends or to family members? the same um, for me really it's the same please them and have good relationship because okay. like their family and friends you can't really like turn them down because you're going to feel like you're probably betraying them or something yeah or you don't want to hurt their feelings yeah. yeah okay probably like sixth grade is when like everybody started doing it all right because my family never really did it growing up so i just started getting introduced to it in like sixth grade uh i actually knew some people in elementary school who did it surprisingly so. Are we misinformed by, I mean, like uh, growing up, right? And you see people vaping or you see whatever. I mean, are, do we have misconceptions of thinking it's cool? Or, I mean, do Definitely, yeah. People say that it's used to calm people down. The misconception there is as you keep on doing it, your anxiety will increase because you don't have that daily dose of nicotine to calm you down when you most need it. Okay, so originally it's been given as a coping skill to yeah. some, right? This will help with your anxiety. When e-cigarettes first kind of hit the market, e-cigarettes were marketed as a way to help you quit smoking. They were a safer alternative to regular cigarettes. Is that the case? Um, no. Not anymore, no. A family member, mm-hmm. it took another family member a heart attack, and then they realized, well, I can't quit smoking because I've been doing it for years, so let me just try vaping. I guess they saw an ad or something. It really doesn't help. Yeah, the media is a powerful thing, right? And now we know that something like a Juul pod actually contains as much nicotine as an entire pack of 20 cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Just one Juul pod. And it seems harmless, right? Because it doesn't have the smell Mm -hmm. of cigarettes and it doesn't give maybe the bad odor to like your breath and the things like that that cigarettes used to so there was another marketing tool they used flavors mm-hmm. and what about the vapor uh, to smoke yeah yeah originally it was yeah. told there is no secondhand smoke with vaping because it's liquid but we know now is <laughs> it, it is. liquid that you're exhaling no. what no. is that in the air it's aerosol yeah. mm-hmm. so the air so it's chemical yeah, absolutely. There are over 20 carcinogens, which are cancer-causing chemicals, in the vapor and the aerosol that's released when someone is using e-cigarettes. So that means that if you're just even around someone who's vaping, you are actually inhaling those carcinogenic chemicals. Right. So like more that. nicotine. Yes. And chemicals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... And those flavors. You know, we talked about the flavors. You can mm-hmm. find those flavors in the food that you eat. The difference being is while it's okay for those flavors to be in the food, when they are heated up and inhaled, they're very dangerous because they contain metals when they're heated up Mm -hmm. and and different elements that get into your body and your bloodstream. Well, kids, there's like different flavors, like there's a Fruity Pebble flavor I've heard. They're like, well, if it's Fruity Pebbles, I like Fruity Pebbles, and I don't know about you, but my parents can do this, why can't I? Mm -hmm. And I want to get that Fruity Pebble flavor. I explained yesterday in the class that, I mean, 
It's like gasoline, right? So gasoline is safe for me to put in my lawnmower because I want the lawnmower to run, but it's not safe for me to drink it, right? You see the difference there? Safe for the machine, but not safe for me. If I asked, is, is vaping good for your health? I guess the resounding answer would be what? No. 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 So uh, let's talk about that. Why is vaping bad for your physical health? It tears up your lungs. You can't really do as much physical activity. A family member, he, he was in um, National Guard. He said, doing all this stuff is really hard because I was a smoker and a vapor. Okay. And so the effect he, it has on your lungs? Okay. Uh, or like your oral health, like your teeth and stuff. You can make your teeth fall out or turn them mm-hmm. yellow. Also, like, let's just say you're in band, vaping and stuff, it damages your lungs and tissues. So then you play an instrument. You have to, you know, use your air to make sound. And if you don't have that much, you know, lung capacity, then it just won't work. Absolutely. So that's how it affects your physical health. What about your mental health? What does vaping do to your mental health? It, it's withdrawal. You shift your moods. I mean, let's say you're wanting to do something, like, very important, but you're a vapor. You can't do anything. Like, well, I mean, I would finish drawing, but there is a vape. Mm-hmm. And that's really not a fun thing. It can also... So it, is, it takes you away from your hobbies, right? Yeah. Okay, so what about, um, Maddie, what are some things that vaping can do to your mental health? It can give you anxiety and depression. It can give you, it can make you addicted to it. Absolutely, addiction. It just like drains you, like, like hard to do mm-hmm. anything. Let's just say somebody is the uh, person that gives you nicotine. Like I said before, if you don't have that access because they can't get the nicotine, then mentally you're unstable because A, you need that nicotine because you're addicted, and B, your anxiety is rising at at an alarming rate. Yeah, absolutely. With addiction, a big part of this is that when someone becomes addicted to a substance, it affects their daily functioning, their ability to work, to do school, to do hobbies, you know, and that is a big part of your life right now as middle schoolers. Your, Your sports and your clubs, band, choir, those kinds of things are a big piece of your life right now. And for some of us, middle school and high school, that will be the extent of our athletic career. So it would be sad to have something like vaping come in and rob us of those experiences and those memories and, you know, even all of the character building things that these hobbies give us. So we've got this illustration or analogy of of gateway, right? I mean, I think of like the big arch in St. Louis. I mean, that's the gateway to the West. So this terminology of of a gateway drug. What is a gateway drug? There are three gateway drugs, which are alcohol, marijuana, and nicotine. And the reason that they're called gateway drugs is because they are more readily accessible than some more of the things that we would maybe deem hardcore drugs. So those can be dangerous when we use these drugs as coping skills. We're shy, they help us feel more comfortable in a social situation. We are coping with anxiety. We are um, using them to help with our concentration. Eventually, because those things produce a false amount of dopamine in our brain, there will come a point where we'll build what's called a tolerance, which means that as time goes on, when you're using these things, you need more and more of them to give you the effect you originally had. So with those three substances, you're eventually going to hit a cap where maybe that's not enough anymore, so then you try something else. 
and that works for a while until you build that tolerance and then you move on to something else and on to something else and it's almost like a snowball rolling down a hill right it creates an avalanche effect and so while nicotine is so readily accessible and right now it seems like it's not going to affect you until later in life that snowball has already started rolling down the hill later on it's going to hit you like a bus one thing that i want to make sure i mention to those listening is that if you are a middle school student high school student or even an adult and you have found yourself developing a dependence or even addiction to nicotine there are so many resources that are available to you they are free you can come speak with me mrs brothers in the counseling office i'll be happy to help you with those things and point you towards those resources you can also visit the fda's website the cdc's website or check out catch my breath which is a free cessation program for those who are addicted to nicotine and those things are specifically targeted towards teenagers so there is help available all you have to do is reach out and ask and you know i'd kind of like to end the podcast with us going around and talking about some things that are our motivators to stay away from vaping yeah so let's go to the student panel and this reason why not to vape um my reasons are that it'd be hard for me to run track or do volleyball basically just sports in general and i wouldn't want to like disappoint my family i don't want my family or my teachers to like have a bad impression of me um i mean i couldn't skate skating is like one of my favorite hobbies and then basketball I just don't want to end up like people I know, so, yeah. Uh, I think a reason why you shouldn't vape is just think of the consequence when, let's just say you get caught. I mean, you're going to be like, oh, well, she offered me it. And it's just, why think of the positive side when there's a harsh negative side, basically? Well, my hobby is drawing, playing an instrument, because I play guitar with lyricals, it will be really hard because I don't want to sound like I'm deflated in the air. I don't don't really want that. And when you're drawing, you don't want to get distracted with with draws because you get jittery. Trying to draw a perfect circle. Yeah, that's a really good point. For me, it's running because I love running. I do cross country and track. And it's just, I don't think I could do it without running. Okay. All right, with that, we should just close it out. And vaping is not cool. You heard it here first at Mount Vernon Junior High. And with that, we all said...